Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Yes, it is movie time and we're taking a trip back in time to our school days. He definitely wasn't the jock, that's for sure. He definitely wasn't a princess, although uh, maybe he could have been the nerd, that is for sure. And he's on the line now. It's Niall O'Brien. How are you doing? Uh, yeah, not great after that intro. Thanks Listen, very much. nerds are amazing. I was the nerd. Actually, maybe you were the weirdo, were you? I probably was the weirdo, yeah. <laughs> we are talking, we're, we're going to be going back in time very, very shortly with The Breakfast Club. But first, it is the return of uh, our quiz for the listener. Tell us about this. Yes, so this is the latest celebrity trend. I think you spoke about it a little bit earlier on, where uh, celebrities give uh, speeches to graduating classes uh, online over Zoom, or they send them messages you know, as as they go off into college. So, you know, Beyonce, Lady Gaga, Kayla Swift, Matthew McConaughey, Hugh Jackman, Tom Hanks, they've all recorded these digital uh, speeches to the graduating class of 2020. And what we have here is uh, somebody, it's maybe not, they're not going, in, it's not a, a school going into college, but we have a well-known actor giving advice for the next generation. Okay, here it is. As you go forward on your journey to kindergarten and beyond, you will be well served by the lessons you've learned here. It's important to share, don't eat paste, and if you sprinkle when you tinkle, be neat and wipe the seat. Ah, I do know who it is now. <laughs> okay, who is the actor? Who is the actor talking there in our in our voice clip? Oh eight six one eight hundred six five eight. If you want to take part in that, so we are going back in time. Why are we doing this? Well. I was chatting about this, you know, trying to figure out, you know, what's good uh, about life now and what are we doing that's nice that we wouldn't be doing, you know, when the before the pandemic and everything else. And on a Friday in our house, we introduce our Dirin, who's 14, to a classic film. And it is going so well, can I just say. She is not destroying my childhood... Uh, films which is fantastic Uh, so we showed her a couple of weeks ago now we showed her the uh, absolute classic John Hughes movie The Breakfast Club so if you haven't seen this shame on you but I'll give you a little bit of an insight into it five high school students from different walks of life find themselves in Saturday detention under a power-hungry principal. <laughs> the group includes The Rebel, played by Judd Nelson, The Princess Claire, played by Molly, Molly Ringwald, Outcast Alison, played by Ali Sheedy, and Brainy Brian, Anthony Michael Hall, and of course Andrew the Jock, Emilio Estefaz. And each has a chance to tell his or her story, making the others see themselves in a different light. So, you know, they're not just the stereotype of their jock and princess and all that sort of stuff. 
And when the day ends, they question whether school will ever be the same again. It is an absolute classic. And apparently John Hughes wrote this frantically in only two days. Did you know this? Uh, yeah, I do. I remember hearing about that. Yeah, yeah there you go. And uh, it's it's one of those things where, you know, it's only taking place in one location. It's got a great cast. They've got fantastic chemistry from the word go. And it's just one of those things, you know, movies that stand the test of time kind of thing. So in the spirit of all this, I decided to ask Diren's opinion on the film, given that she's the one that's watching it. And uh, here's what she had to say. I thought it was really good. The characters were relatable. You had characters from the uh, princess of the school to the weirdo. Um, they all were had like different backgrounds, so it was relatable for everyone, and there was a character for everyone. Okay, so what was your favourite scene? Um, my favourite scene was when they were talking about how they got into detention in the first place. We were all pretty bizarre. Some of us are just better at hiding it, that's all. Oh, you bizarre. He can't think for himself. She's right. Do you guys know what what I did to get in here? I taped Larry Lester's buns together. (laughs) That was you? Yeah, you know? Yeah, I know. Well, you know how hairy he is, right? Well, when they pulled the tape off, most of his hair came off and some, some skin, too. Oh, my God. The bizarre thing is that I did it for my old man. I tortured this poor kid because I wanted him to think that I was cool. So do you think it's still relatable today? Because this was obviously made in the 80s. Do you think it's relevant for the youth of today? Um, Yeah, I still think it's uh, relevant as... um, The characters, like, backgrounds, like, still exist today. And, like... um, people like the like princess still would experience that pressure. So yeah, I think it's relatable for really any time. Okay, and all importantly, what rating are you giving it out of five? Five out of five, definitely. Five out of five, there you go. Well, already replaced by a younger, yes. more talented reviewer. Yes. I'm disgusted. <laughs> so we are advising parents out there, do you have a favourite movie that you absolutely love that you watch again and again and again? We are suggesting that you dig it out and introduce it to your children because look at you know, we have to pass on the mantle of good movie watching, that is for sure. And if you have done this, uh, do get in touch with us as you know, 086 658 Now, Moving more to the present day, tell us about this new series. We both started watching this on Netflix last night. Yeah, yeah. Now it, it is in the present in the present day, but it also flashes back to twenty years, so the kind of uh, late nineties, early two thousands. It's called White Lines. So it's it opens right with a great scene, a torrential rainstorm in the middle of the Spanish desert, and it, it unearths a desiccated corpse that was buried there twenty years ago, and the body is identified as Axel Collins, who was a young DJ who moved from Manchester to the Balearics with a group of friends, tried to make their mark in the music scene in Ibiza, and subsequently disappeared without a trace. So over the course of the first episode, we find out that Axel was involved with Kiki, who was the daughter of uh, the kind of Ibiza's main crime family called the Califats, and they owned the land where the body was found. But because the crime is over 20 years old, under Spanish law, it's not going to be prosecuted. So because the police don't really care, his sister Zoe, who was incredibly traumatised by her brother, uh, her brother's disappearance 20 years ago, uh, decides that she's going to go and stay in Ibiza and I investigated herself. 
And from there, it kind of unfolds over the two timelines, the present day in Ibiza following Zoe as she tries to get to the bottom of what happened, and 20 years in the past where we see Axel and his three friends uh, in Manchester and also when they when they moved to Ibiza to, to make their mark there. And it's it's really a, a kind of a thriller about what happened to Axel and why. Um, I think you watched the first two episodes. I, I did. got a little bit further. Yeah, I watched the, about the first four and a half. Um, what did uh, you make? This, <laughs> what did <laughs> I think? Uh, well, obviously I watched the first four and a half and I will stick with it. There's 10 yeah. episodes altogether. Um, what I thought was the tone of it is a little bit uneven, right? Mm. So you've got this violence, this broad farce, there's v- very funny bits and then... Yeah, can I just mention, right, there's a poodle called Pancho that gets into a cocaine stash in a blow-up yes. banana boat. Like, listen, come on now, there's lots of thrills to be had here too. There is, oh, there is, yeah. But, I mean, some of that seems like it's from a different movie and then you look at the real kind of the the dramatic stuff about Zoe and the the trauma that she she faced when when Axel disappeared. There's a, there's a, the crime family, the Caliphats, I think are fantastic. Mm. There's like from a real like operatic. You've got power struggles. You've got you know a family trying to you know a, a matriarch who's really powerful. And oh, she's fantastic uh, character. Yeah, she is brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Um, now. I really, I did end up getting into it, this mixed match tone, you know, and I would say it's worth sticking with. There's fantastic scenery, brilliant. If you, like, oh, you probably... if you're jealous, if you're jealous and of, of, you know, or if you're like longing to go on holiday to somewhere yeah. nice and warm, watch this series. Yeah, yeah, sure. it's definitely worth watching. Um, great performances, great characters. Daniel Mays is very good as Marcus, who's the kind of, I wouldn't say totally comic relief, but mm. pretty much comic relief. But I thought the women in this were brilliant. Yeah. The, the lead um, actress, I think Laura Haddock is her name, mm-hmm. um, as Zoe, and the matriarch, whose name I don't know, uh, and um, the sister. The only problem I had was, all they do is talk about men. <laughs> they talk about <laughs> this missing guy actor. You know, and they're really interesting characters themselves. And I hated Axel. I really did. Oh, like he was, did I kind of liked know? Axel. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, I know, like, I, I I can see why you don't like him. You see, he's too okay. devil make hair. He's too spontaneous for you. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he's up and gone. He's off to Ibiza. He's living it up. He's very fly by the seat of his pants. And oh. you just can't get on board with that, Niall. That's all it is. There's one scene, I don't know if you saw it in the second episode, where uh, it's set in the past in Manchester, where he's organised this illegal rave. And yes. He's in front of the judge. <laughs> and he gives this speech where he compares rave culture to the suffragettes and you know (laughs) homosexuality being criminalised I was sitting there going really? Really? I know, but I was kind of with him. I got caught up in the head in his stick ways with him. Listen, if well, you want a little bit of escapism and you like a bit of thriller, whodunit, murder, mystery, grit, I think you're going to like this. But it is uh, very over the top. It is. And the other thing I would say is maybe don't watch it with even your teenagers because oh, there's, God, there's no. a lot of squir- squirming, you know. Yeah, listen, it's this not... is for adults only. Adults only, that is Well, for sure. I mean, I'd say teenagers probably could watch it, but just... Don't you know, watch it with mum and dad. Yeah, exactly. No, no, yeah. no. Awkward, awkward stuff happening. Uh, now, we're going to pick for next week and I'm going to pick number 66 for you. Okay, 66. Ah, now, um, you probably have seen this one before. Okay. But it's a great movie and it's worth a rewatch. Nightcrawler with Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, one of my favourites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Very very good. good. So it's, uh, for people who don't know, it's a crime thriller. Uh, It follows the world of freelance videographers who look for stories in late night LA. And Gyllenhaal is fantastic in this. He is unreal. 
method acting method, method, method acting to the, yeah, to the extreme uh, yeah. by the way guys uh, we're just going to pick one for next week and we want you guys to watch along with us as well we want to get your input what did you think of it so this week we are watching Nightcrawler Jake Gyllenhaal and next week we'll have a chat about it uh, but do get your, your views into us now for those who do not have Netflix we do have TV film of the weekend tell us about this yeah, well, there, there's a couple of really good films over the weekend. Uh, Citizen Kane is on tomorrow on BBC Two, the quarter past three. If you've not seen it, this could be a great, uh, a great excuse to watch one of the best movies ever made. Uh, it's not for everybody, but maybe for the family. At twenty past six on BBC One tomorrow is Finding Dory, which oh, is great. Great. But my uh, yeah, my pick of the week is uh, Good Vibrations, which is on at half ten on Sunday night on BBC One. Uh, it's a little bit late, but I'd say, you know, set the video recorder for us uh, because it's a great movie that I don't know if many people saw. It's about uh, a guy called, a uh, real-life guy called Terry Hooley, who uh, was the owner and uh, proprietor of a record shop known as Good Vibrations in mm-hmm. Belfast. And he was instrumental in kind of developing the whole punk rock scene in Belfast. Uh, so it's a really, really good film. It's got a great soundtrack, you know, the likes of... Uh, um, uh, Jeez, I can't remember any uh, <laughs> of the bands now. But you know, it, it's a really, it's a great movie. It's a great movie. Yeah, no, I highly recommend that one as well. Half Ten, Sunday, BBC One. Now, do you know what? We actually only have one winner of our Who's Talking Now. Okay, hang on a second. Oh, okay. Let's just play this back, okay, uh, just for people and they'll be going, oh yeah, okay, here it is. As you go forward on your journey to kindergarten and beyond, you will be well served by the lessons you've learned here. It's important to share, don't eat paste, and if you sprinkle when you tinkle, be neat and wipe the seat. It was, of course, bum, 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 bum. do you want to reveal it? Yeah, John John Malkovich. John there. Malkovich. And We've all seen inside his head. So. Yeah, Jamie and Navin is the only person uh, getting it. So well done, Jamie, to you. Well we will done. have another one uh, for you next week. Listen, thank you so much, as always. You're very welcome. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.